Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back, all of our goodly friends. For another exciting episode. Josh, what have you got for us today? Today, my friend, we're going to be talking about Ouija boards. Ouija boards. <laughs> or as some people will read it as, Ouija boards. Ouija boards. <laughs> Ouija boards, my friend. Now, Ouija boards are very split in the, in the world. Definitely. Some people believe in them, some people don't. Yeah. And I've done some research yesterday. And I'm getting better at this research thing, man. Yeah. yeah, since I took your advice on the notepad, <laughs> I've I've done quite well. I've filled up two and a half pages today. I think today. it's definitely better than you crouching over looking at your phone and mumbling into <laughs> yeah. the microphone. And uh, getting you things in the wrong order. You don't have to hide your notepad at the back either. I mean, if you put, pop it there, you'll be sort of looking towards the, the camera yeah, as you're then, reading. Yeah, uh, some people will see my terrible handwriting. and Don't worry about it. They're here to listen to your lovely voice, not not look at your handwriting. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you know about Ouija boards, Pirate? Mm, now, not actually a hell of a lot. Uh, I know that Ouija board is the brand name for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what it was like originally called, but uh, as we all call them Ouija boards, Ouija was the company that sort of brought it to the forefront. Yes. Uh, and, but it, 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 Ouija is the brand name rather than... Like the actual name of the, wasn't it like a game or something when it first came out? It wasn't actually necessarily to contact dead people like mm-hmm. we all assume it is today. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. So it actually traces back to the Chinese dynasty. Chinese? Oh, okay. Yeah, in 1100 AD. Wow. But they called it a, a practice called Fuji. Okay. So it wasn't known as Ouija back then. Um, Fuji. A but Fuji board. <laughs> yeah, Fuji board. <laughs> so that was the first thing I found in my research about where it originally came from. That's the earliest I could find. Okay, yeah. So then we fast forward to the actual thing known as Ouija, and it's invented by an American called Elijah Bond. Okay, Elijah, yeah, cool. Elijah, Elijah. Elijah Bond. Yeah. Um on July 1st, 1890. Now, right. it was first made in Baltimore, Maryland, 
And this is very interesting, right? So I tried to find out where the name came from of Ouija because I, it's it's odd. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. You just pull out a few Scrabble pieces from the bag and just go, <laughs> there, yeah, I'll do. Rudra. Well, <laughs> this is the weird thing. So Elijah Bond, who who made the Ouija board, yeah. um, it's also referred to as a spirit board or a talking board. Talking board, I think that's yeah. the one I've heard of. So yeah, that's yeah. what they were originally called. And he then sold the rights and the pattern to a guy called, I'm looking at my notes, and I can't, William Fold. Okay. F-U-L-D, Fold, Fold, Fold. So Elijah never really sort of made a profit from it himself. Then he no. Then he sold off the Yeah, not the at design. all. He sold it off uh, 11 years later in 1901. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This guy, William Fold, um, he's a bit of a con artist in a way. So I think I can say that because I don't think he's around anymore. If he's it's a 1901. Bit, bit of a rogue, was he? <laughs> yeah, so he he got the rights for the Ouija board. And then when people were asked or asking him where it came from and what's the origin of this, he then said that, he, well, he took full credit for it to start off with. As so you do. yeah, yeah. He apparently he didn't buy this from Elijah. He he took full credit. Obviously, that got disproved. And uh, he then said, "Ouija comes from the Egyptian term for good luck." That's not oh. true. Oh, is it not? Oh. No, no. So then, that... this this is the funny part to it, where it's like he he keeps changing his story. Okay. So right. then he then changes it and says, "It's a combination of German and French for the word yes." That's also not true. Oh, we is. Yes in French. Yeah. But, and ya in <laughs> German. Yeah. But we, we ya? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work, no, does it? No. So the actual name Ouija comes from when Elijah Bond used the Ouija board and asked the ghost what this is called, what they were doing, and the ghost spelled out Ouija. Oh. That's where it comes from. Oh, fair play. Yeah, which I thought was quite interesting. So it's actually got quite a paranormal name, really, then. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Because there's, there's not much... Uh, I can't think of anything as weird as Ouija with those letters in that order. It just looks... It doesn't look how it's said in no. a way, does it? Um, but I should just say what a Ouija board is for people that but don't wh- know. Why is it pronounced Ouija when it's spelt Ouija? I couldn't tell you. There's no, no, nothing <laughs> no, to say why it's it's pronounced so differently to what how it's spelt. No, nothing at all. It's oh. that's basically where I got the information of where it came from and why it's called Ouija. Oh, okay, Ouija, Ouija. Oh, you got me saying that. Ouija. I'm getting confused. What is it? Ouija. Um, so, for those that don't know, a Ouija board, also known as a spirit board or a talking board, is usually made of wood, but it can be plastic these days. And there is all the letters of the alphabet for the for the Latin alphabet, so yeah. A to Z. It's also accompanied by numbers zero to nine, and will always have a yes and a no. But sometimes, occasionally, there's hello and goodbye. Yeah, and sometimes there's symbols as well. So right. like a, the odd pentagram or a, a Christian uh, that's cross. That's probably and... just to make it look spookier, though. Yeah, rather than actually being a functional. Um, like a image or yeah yeah i imagine so and with the ouija board you've also got something called a planchette 
which is heart-shaped, which is usually wood and plastic as well, wood or plastic. And that is the movable indicator to spell out messages during a seance by the the dead people. Uh Um, So Ouija board is trademarked by Hasbro. By the game company. Yeah, so I thought Hasbro created it, but they didn't. They just have... Like still to this day, they just have the trademark yeah, yeah. for uh, Ouija, and like you said, it started off as entertainment and uh, like a game, like a board game, child's yeah, yeah. game kind of thing, and it didn't really stay that way. So I need to refer to my notes so you might hear some some pages. I'll do it as quiet as possible. <laughs> so it's obviously in America. It was created. Now, it was first popularized by someone called Pearl Curran. Now, this sounds silly, but I couldn't find out whether Pearl Curran was male or female. <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> well, you would assume uh, with a name like Pearl, it would be uh, female. <laughs> yeah. But I've, I've met blokes called Lindsay, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, you, you just never know, do you? Mm. But it was popularized um, during World War II. Well, I was about to say World War II. World War One. Okay. That was when it started getting uh, popular. Yeah, well, well, I suppose if it was released in 1901, and then yeah, <laughs> 15 years later, it would just be about right, wouldn't it? Yeah, and uh, it was also. I've got my notes here in the wrong order, but um, again, <laughs> I know it's because as I was doing research. I was finding out more, like, you can see the arrow where I'm like, link this back to this bit, because I was finding more and more information about it. Um, But I just want to find the bit where it says about the, after the American Civil War. So... The the Civil War? Yes, yes. The American Civil War, which... I can't find it. It was um, surely that was before the Ouija board was created. Ah, yes. It? So here we go. Spiritualists capitalized on the Ouija boards after the American Civil War ended in 1865 to contact dead relatives. So this is much later. People were using Ouija boards to contact people from oh, 50, see. 60, 70 years okay, ago. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. it was kind of that thing where there was lost hope and where, oh, I want to speak to this person. And then spiritualists were capitalizing using the Ouija board saying, oh, I can get in contact with your dead relatives from the American Civil War, yeah. from World War One, stuff okay, like that. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah, yeah. it progressively got like that. But this is where it's divided with Ouija boards because if you speak to any scientists or there's science involved, they do not believe in it. No, it's just a plank of wood with etchings in it or letters burned into it, isn't it, as far as they're concerned? How can a piece of wood be paranormal or have paranormal properties? Yeah. But would you say that it's the... The, the actual board itself that has these properties or the people using it, like the people who touch the planchet. Because everybody gathers around, don't they, and to touch the planchet. Yeah, yeah. Or glass. You can use a glass in its mm-hmm. place, can't you, if you don't have the planchet. Um, and you know, is, it, is it 
the energy going through the people that makes it paranormal. Because there's nothing ah. paranormal about a piece of wood, is there? This is where it gets interesting. So a lot of it has to do with the setting as well. Okay. So a lot of people with a seance will light candles, dark room. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. It, it creates that creepy vibe, which then makes you nervous. So then... You might not be able to actually feel it, but your hands will get clammy and tingly and your, your nerves and you're a little bit jolty. Yeah. And scientists uh, say it's like unconscious movements. So right, when yeah, yeah. people have their hands in the middle of the And they're table, all saying, no, I'm not moving it, I'm not moving it. But yeah, like unbeknownst to them, their subconscious is telling them, mm-hmm. that, yeah, your hand needs to go there and there and there. And they call it <coughs> excuse me, a psycho physiological phenomenon yeah yeah did yeah. i say that word yes, right you did yeah yeah <laughs> uh known as the i don't i did i see i got a good word and then this one idiomotor Idi- Idi- effect idiomotor effect so it's like involuntary mm-hmm. just doing it yeah like you say you see your subconscious is the uh psychophysiological phenomenon mm-hmm. your subcon- like if you'd asked a question uh is that you mum you know, your subconscious, you might be ho- hoping, oh, yeah, I hope it is my mum. Yeah. And your subconscious is moving moving the planchet over to the yes sign, even though you're convinced that it's not you that's doing it. Yeah. You, your, your motor functions have kind of been taken over by your subconscious, and it's just going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's exactly what scientists believe. Yeah, it's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. And in, interestingly enough, I watched a documentary on Amazon about Ouija boards. Right. And they done several experiments. I cannot think what it's it's called because I'm I'm just telling a story. I, it's not in my research, but it was a couple of years ago. And I think they done like eighteen tests, different people, different settings, different rooms, and every single one of them they had a zoomed in camera with a with a, like a glass table, mm-hmm. and Every single scenario showed someone subconsciously pushing it. Right. If okay. not, it didn't move at all. So it was one or the other. It was slowly moving, and you could kind of pinpoint the person not doing it on purpose, you know, um, or the thing just kind of sat there and everyone was kind of looking at each other like, what are we waiting for? So yeah. maybe the scientists are right there. But interesting with the scientists as well, in 2012, they'd done a study and they found that the questions that were just yes or no answers got a quicker response with the Ouija board than if they were trying to spell something out. Well, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So it was. It, they were saying how the subconscious was quicker to react to, to yes just or an no. instant, rather than actually delivering information. Mm-hmm. It's quicker to just respond yes or no. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. But, yeah. um, particularly... Because, like I say, when you've got multiple people mm-hmm. uh, touching the planchet, there's potentially multiple people that are actually controlling it. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, if you've got someone over here trying to spell the name Dave and someone over there trying to spell the name Sue, well, it's going to be there's going to be mm-hmm. a battle going on. Get out of my head, pirate! Because <laughs> that was my next point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so no, it's good. It's good that you bring that up. So. Uh, this, the scientists also worked out that the people subconsciously moving the, the planchet yeah. were reflecting their own kind of memory. So uh, an example I'll give you is if there's a woman whose husband died in a, a car crash and his name is Bob, yeah. like like you say, 
she will subconsciously be trying to push the word to to, to Bob, be spell Bob, spell yeah, Bob. Robert. Yeah. Um, but like you say, someone else might want to spell something else. So then, eventually, so there's been situations with scientists where there's just random letters just spelling out nothing. Yeah, because... and then someone else in the room will go. Oh, well, that might refer to the street I live. That's that's almost three letters out of the street I used to live. Oh, that might be my auntie Margaret. Or and right, they found okay. that it doesn't matter what they did. If if you're susceptible to it, they would find a situation to to attach themselves to the Ouija board. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, I mean, I know this is a whole different topic, but we probably cover it at a different time. But like, like. Psychic mediums, mm-hmm. you know the, the what the fake ones, really. You know where they they'll they'll search for questions. They'll put forward little points, just generic things, you know, until the people who are paying them for this mm-hmm. go, oh, oh, yeah, my uncle Bob. It, yeah. could, it could be my uncle Bob. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a strong reading of the name Robert. Yeah, 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 it's definitely Robert. Yeah, that, that could be your uncle Bob, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they fish for it. And I think the same probably goes on with Ouija boards. If you're not really getting a clear answer, someone's going to go, oh, I really want my dead dog to come back and, mm-hmm. you know. they done it with uh, – the South Park done an episode covering it where it was it was really clever where I can't think of the American's name. He would have plants in the audience, but if he didn't have plants, he was able to do that thing. So he, he would just be channeling generic information. So yeah. he'd be like, oh, I'm I'm getting the letter M. And then someone would go, oh, my mum, Mary. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and then they'll ask generic questions. Like, oh, um, I'm guessing it was a sad death. And it, well, obviously, do you know what I mean? Like, there's was never... she quite a portly woman? No, she was thin. That's, that, that, that's actually yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how it goes. And it's like, oh, right. Um, so Christian and Catholic beliefs have warned against using Ouija boards for fear of demon possession, right? Which we've obviously seen in horror films, the exorcist, yeah. 13 ghosts. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of horror films that use yeah, yeah, Ouija, yeah. <laughs> Ouija boards. Um, but they could be right. They could be wrong. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I think I believe I said in a previous episode, I'm 50, 50 on Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I think the scientists have got a good, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's a good theory there. But also, like, the spiritualists and stuff who insist that it works for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much split 50-50. But I do always think, and I think I said this in the last episode, that if you bring something from the other side using that Ouija board into your realm... You got to know how to send it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be haunted for the rest of your no. life. No, it's either going to attach itself to the place or to you, mm-hmm. and you don't want either, really. No, so. definitely not. I would not want a demon in my house. No. Uh, so the opposite of the kind of religious beliefs of don't use a Ouija board, occultists say it's a positive thing and can create positive transformations for people. Now. I'm not really too sure what an occultist is, if I'm honest. So maybe you can explain if you know. Uh, I guess... uh, I probably should have Googled it as part of my research. Probably. An occultist, I guess, is is like a medium. And, you know, people who very much believe in in that sort of... um, They've got... Like they've got gifts from the other side or something like that. Or maybe they just study it. Um, But, yeah, the occult is 
generally uh, the sort of um, the dark spirits and you know that sort of thing. Oh, so like a medium just dealing with that realm of yeah kind of thing. Yeah, and a, a medium would would fall into the category of an occultist, I would say. Okay, that makes sense. Because well, I should say that back in the day, I'm. Well, my, I'm very split as well. I'm 50-50. And after doing the research, I'm still kind of 50-50. Oh, because yeah, it's not actually put you in a definite no, direction on this. No, not at all. Because I've got the, the scientists saying it, it's not plausible. It doesn't work. You know, they'd give it a zero. It nonsense. Mm -hmm. But then from my own experience growing up stuff, my mum has used one of these when she was younger. And she swears by it. And uh, she said... You know, the whole lot. It was yeah. creepy, doors opening, doors closing, windows, voices, whatever, the whole thing. And she's, she'd still now, to this day, doesn't like talking about it. And I don't know no, many not. details about it because she said when she even thinks about that time, when she was like in her 20s or whatever, um, she she can't get Scares through it. Scares the bejesus out of her. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't like to think about it. So oh, my mum's a big Jesse anyway, so she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't like talking about that kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't know many details about it, but she fully believes in it. So okay. that's why I'm kind of still in the middle, even after doing research on it. Yeah. But, um, so, in 1970, cult members and occultists and sociologists started to use Ouija boards as their kind of rituals and... They were taking it a bit more seriously uh -huh. in 1970. And in 2001, they were burned in New Mexico as a symbol of witchcraft because they believed <laughs> it was a tool of Satan. Okay. So I'm just kind of giving you little yeah, yeah. facts of uh, over time how, you know, since it was created in 1890. People have perceived it in different ways. and yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was actually a call for Hasbro to stop making them in the 90s. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that it really got serious. Surprise me. Um, but what I love uh, about this is, through time, how it's changed, is nowadays it's now used for pranks and for kind of messing around, which is kind of what it was intended to at the start. Yeah. So it's come full circle. Yeah, yeah, it's gone, yeah, gone back to what it was invented for, even though it's got this really creepy, strange sort mm. of... Uh, thing about it you know yeah which i was reputation precedes it yeah <laughs> yeah which is quite because you think that's quite a lot of time so a hundred yeah. years has gone by so for them hundred years it was pretty much considered just this horrible spiritual talk to the dead device and then nowadays it's almost like a joke it's entertainment it's you see it in films yeah. you you know you hear it in songs whatever it is and it's can it's a lot more considered light-hearted these days rather than yeah, serious so. even though i'm sure there's still people out there that use it for talking to the dead and i'm sure there are there's plenty of people that are going to believe in these things you know full heartfelt yes i know it that, you know particularly people who have experiences like your mum you know, when, when, as soon as you've had some kind of experience like that, it's going to affirm it in your own brain and that you, you're never going to believe anything else. Yeah. And you're probably more likely to go back and use it again and again and again. And it would be interesting to see if those people get the results that they're expecting mm -hmm. or not. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to do a Ouija board and then... <laughs> When I when I spoke to my mum about it when I was like fourteen, fifteen, she was like, "Nope, certainly not. 
not happening. And then that's <laughs> when I found out that she'd done it when she was younger. And right. then it kind of put me off where I was like, you know, my mum never lies or anything. Like, why, you know, if she's saying it's evil and it's terrible, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've, I've just believe her, you know? So, yeah, I think the re- I've never done a Ouija board myself. Mm. Uh, I think probably that's because my parents were very, very religious and they were kind of the same, like, no, it's don't, don't go near them. They're, you know, they're bad news and that sort of thing, particularly with my dad being like a religious minister. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd, he'd have been very happy when I was a teenager if I'd have gone home and gone, hey, Dad, I used a Ouija board last night. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've got some ghost called Derek following me around. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's the thing. They they say that Ouija boards, if if you do manage to get to the other side and, and people believe in spirit, mm-hmm. bad spirits and demons and things, it follows the person, not where you have the seance. Yeah, so I think it, so. So it attaches yeah. itself to a person, which is why you, you hear of stories of people having haunted houses they'll move 300 miles away and then they're still haunted Mm -hmm. and it can't be the house. It's got to be generally that, yeah, attaches to people. Um, In fact, we could link back to the book, the vertical plane about what uh, that said about, um, well, poltergeist activity that that Mm -hmm. was going on in there. And the technical explanation within that was that it's, a, a sort of a psychoactive thing, a psychokinetic product, isn't it? That's generally transmitted from children. I think it was like 89% girls or something like that, teenagers, teenage girls that generally had these experiences. Now, mm-hmm. that was explained as very much a scientific phenomenon, but I still think that if there is something to it, you know, there is an actual spirit following somebody. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it's basically the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say it's so. It's going to manifest itself in a similar way anyway. And... Yeah. But it's it's still, I'm still 50-50 on it. And, yeah. uh But I have got some interesting little facts for you. Go on, Just then. quick, it won't take long. So I was Googling, like I like to do, I like to kind of bring a little bit of pop culture okay. into our so podcast. Okay, so we've got celebrities or bands. Or, yeah, yeah okay. right. So... There's not many celebrities. Well, there's a few, but they're so old <laughs> and right. no one's heard of them. I've just gone for the names that I recognise. So I've just got three for you. Okay, go on then. Now, Morrissey, he had a song called Ouija Board in 1989. Right. What was and... that? Complaining about Ouija boards or something, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to do a Morrissey impression <laughs> because it's terrible. But My Ouija Board. <laughs> It's broken, now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I imagine all of his songs kind of sound like Ouija boards. Like, they're all just miserable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one that I, I personally recognised with was there was a band when I was emo back in the day. Yeah. There was a band I loved called Mars Volta. Still love them now. Yeah, they're them, yeah. unbelievable. Really, really good. And their whole album, Bedlam and Goliath, is allegedly through their use of a Ouija board. Oh. Now, if you listen to that album, it's nuts. It's genius, but it's nuts. So what? Did they literally spell out every lyric with a Ouija it's, board? It's or? based on their experiences with a, with a Ouija board. Oh, okay. Board. So, like, so, they'd have a little seance, 
and write a song about whatever sort yeah. of happened in that. Seance. Yeah, alleged. I have to say allegedly because <laughs> yeah. it's not been confirmed. But that's what the research that allegedly that yeah. album was through a Ouija board. Now well, that's this quite one, cool. I, I like that. I thought that was cool, yeah. especially because I'm a fan of the Mars Volta. I was like, I hope that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. that would make so much more sense with their music. Yeah. Um, but the other one, I had to Google this guy, and I've put in brackets, he was an occultist, a poet, a painter, and a novelist. Because I didn't know who he was, but I recognized the name. The creative person type person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a master of all trades, as they say. Is that ja- jack of all <laughs> trades, master of none. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Master of trades, jack on them none. Or, yeah, that one, you know the one. Uh, Alistair Crowley. Um, so, I've heard that name. I don't know where from. Hmm. That's the thing. I didn't know. I googled it, and that's all it tells okay. me. Uh, a little fun fact about Alistair Crowley: he tried to start a religion called Thelema. Okay, I don't think I've heard of that. No, it didn't take off. Um, but yeah, anyway, Alistair Crowley, this guy who's the jack of all trades, jack master of, trades. of none, yeah. um, he is known for using Ouija boards, which played a big part in all of his work. So his paintings, his poems, okay. and he was a big advocate of using Ouija boards and said it was good for inspiration and things like that. Fair enough. But yeah. I think he's quite an old Guy. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm sure I recognise the name Alistair Crowley. I'm yeah. not sure where from though. There's probably some Alistair Crowley like artsy fartsy fan out there that's I, like screaming, and it's like, how do you not know who he is? Uh, yeah, I don't know either that or it's from a like a 42 video on YouTube that I've watched. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much all I could find on Ouija boards. There's a little bit of history there, a little bit of just yeah, how I kind of feel about it and it's i'm still 50 50 mate still i don't 50/50. yeah i don't really have an opinion on it so like, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you didn't sort of go and try one as part of your research well or you chicken <laughs> yeah <definitely. laughs> like i watch a ghost video on tiktok and then i can't sleep for two days like imagine doing a ouija board Looking over my shoulder, thinking I'm getting followed by demons. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. It's it's that. You, I guess I don't. I mean, I'd I'd probably be nervous sitting down mm. to do a Ouija board because you never know what's gonna come up. Do you? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I had a friend of mine uh, back in my hometown who proposedly did, did a Ouija board, and I don't know how true this story is, but he apparently got in contact with some kind of spirit that told him that he would die when he was 45 wow i mean he's only like 22 or something at the time mm-hmm. as far as i know he's still alive <laughs> and he's nearly 10 years older than me and i'm now 42 so i think you know it, mm-hmm. it was lying to him if, yeah you know unless he was just embellishing on the on the story just to make it sound fantastic anyway i don't I, know I tell you what we could we should do could do should do is we need a real skeptical person to do it for us like my friend louis doesn't believe in anything oh, we talk yeah, about get him. we should get him to do it for us because he doesn't believe it anyway so oh, yeah. do you know what i mean so that might I, be a good I, yeah i think yeah getting a, a skeptical person to do it would probably have a more definitive result than if you or I were to do it, who are like 50-50 mm-hmm. on it. 
Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I think we would be more likely to do that, what was it called, idiomotor um, phenomenon or whatever, we'd be more likely to manipulate the planchette or the, mm. or the glass than what, say, your mate Louis would, because as a complete sceptic, he'd just be like, yeah, it's not moving, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he'd be the perfect person for yeah. it. But one thing about Ouija boards, which I can't work out and I can't, research i can't find anything about it is there doesn't seem to be a way of separating the good spirits from the bad spirits it just seems like a open door and if it if you believe in it you there is a spirit whatever you attract mate yeah yeah i think yeah there there is no way of separating it is there there can't be yeah because if it was a good spirit that would be amazing wouldn't it like you could talk to old relatives and stuff and you could actually have a conversation Mm. and maybe even get certain predictions for the future right and you could become this phenomenon oh, lottery numbers are behind you yeah <laughs> if it's a bad spirit you don't want it you just know but, but uh, then can you define the, like light and dark in quite that mm. way good spirits and bad spirits people are complicated complex creatures you know our minds and our mm. personalities are complex some people, you, you, uh, some people m- might look at you and think, "Oh no, he's, he, he's got tattoos," and you know. Don't, don't I've been called a thug you know. several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, for people who actually know you, know you're such a nice guy. Ah, oh, cheers, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm sure there are times where you've got a nasty side as well. Everybody does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and just because you're calling something from the other side. You can't necessarily say, oh, it's good, it's bad. If it got out of bed the wrong side that day, mm-hmm. a, yeah. a good spirit could quite conceivably be a little bit grumpy and go, well, why did you call me here? I don't want to answer your questions or, you know, mm. just I generally have, meddle with it. I have the most nasty side when people don't indicate at roundabouts. That drives me insane. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets me proper nasty where I get sudden road rage. Right. It's like... Just use your indicators. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm not going to go off on a tangent about what no, makes what makes me angry and nasty. No. But it's, it's simple stuff. Um, but but yeah, no, that's... I just wanted to make that distinction that we always say there's good ghosts and there's bad ghosts yeah. and the light and dark and stuff. But, I mean, if it is to be believed that ghosts are people from the past, you know, dead people, mm-hmm. then people are more complex than that. You don't just literally look at someone and go, he's evil. They're angelic. You yeah, know what I yeah. Mean? It, there's a lot more complexity going on to it. Look so. at Ted Bundy, man. Yeah. It's a prime example. Yeah. Like so. married, kids, and then look at the stuff he was doing and nobody had a clue. Exactly. So yeah. you're, you are exactly right. And it's I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to, you know, throw anyone under the bus or whatever, but there has been experiences. I'm open to talking about it. But <coughs> there has been experience with certain drugs where one of my friends, who shall not be named, he'll take mushrooms and he'll have the greatest experience going right yeah. whereas i've done it in the past i don't advocate it i don't recommend it or anything but i'm what? just saying from my experience Ma- magic mushrooms yeah right, I'm, you know i don't want to promote drugs on the podcast. Okay. nothing yeah, like no, that no, no, no. i'm just saying from my own experience when i was younger every time i done mushrooms i had this horrible feeling this paranoia this um over sense of doom like everything. oh really so like you say about light and dark good and bad yeah, it's the exact same drug, two different people, completely, completely different, different reactions. Experiences, yeah, yeah. So, that's my research on Ouija boards and 
That's all I got for you, mate. So this is actually going to be quite a taxing one to put to the paranormality scale, isn't it? It's, it's I'm in the middle. Tough. I'm giving it a five. I, I was pretty much thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Give it about a five because, yeah, I mean, it depends on your experiences. It depends on how high you'd rate it. I'm sure your mum would give it a 9.9. Yeah, she would. Yeah, a scientist would give it a, like zero. Yeah. So, so because, I think, yeah, to be to be fair to it, we've got to pretty much split it down the middle and just say five. Because mm-hmm. we haven't done one, I think it's fair. We've yeah. got to give it a five. Right down the middle Yeah, is what it is. Five, five <laughs> out of five. Average of five. Yeah, I'm happy with that, mate. Nice one. <laughs> well done, buddy. Cheers, mate. I'm sorry I got my notes in the, the wrong order for a second. No, though, you, 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 you you did well, mate. You did. You done all right, mate. And, and, and to have like nearly three pages worth of notes is quite impressive. So, yeah, thanks, mate. But anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it today. Um, if you want to write in with your stories, uh, it's paranormality.uk at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, we always love to hear stories. We all love to hear your opinions. Uh, we mentioned it in the last episode that we'd, uh, we're interested in doing live streams. If you're interested in doing that, give us a like, subscribe to the channel. It's the easiest way that you can keep mm. up with us. Yeah. Um, if anyone's got any Ouija board stories, reach yeah, out, write in, let us know, you know, we can always revisit this in a live stream or something like that. Uh, that's kind of what mm. the live streams are going to be for. Yeah, yeah. So we can revisit stuff that we, and, and get feedback in real time from the people who enjoy our videos and our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for today. I have been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.